What is up, Bad Bitch Collective? I'm Haley with Strong as Hail, and for the past five years, I've been helping fitness-loving women eat to fuel their performance, ditch restrictive dieting, and get strong as hail. This podcast is your ultimate destination for unfiltered conversations about nutrition, training, mindset, and so much more. With a mission to create a culture of empowered women who embrace their strength, live confidently, and prioritize their wellness, I am so honored that you are here. Now let's jump into today's episode. Alrighty, guys, well, we're going to go ahead and jump on into another episode of the Strong as Hail Bad Bitch Collective podcast. And I have the most specialist, my favoritist of guests, my bestest friend, and the newest <gasps> assistant coach of Strong as Hail, Annabelle. Aww. Please tell us about you. Hello, hello. I'm so honored to be here with my, <laughs> my bestest friend ever. Um, I feel like this is a long time coming, but you know, we're here, yeah. we made it. That's what matters. That's all that matters. Um, yeah. So um, I'll just give you guys a very brief recap of me, where I'm from, how I got here, um, how Haley and I ended up being besties. <laughs> but um, I am born and raised Atlanta, Georgia, um, moved to Columbia, South Carolina to go to school. That is where Haley and I's friendship blossomed. Um, And then after I graduated, I moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee. So that is currently where I'm at. Um, But giving you guys a bit of a fitness and nutrition background, because that's kind of why we're all here. Um, I started CrossFit in April or May of 2018. I was a senior in high school and I was about to graduate. Um, and I had been doing little insanity workouts in my living room being like, oh my gosh, this is going to get me so fit. I'm going to get jacked and have a six pack, like all these people in these videos. And like, I guarantee you, they did not get like that by doing (laughs) insanity or P90X. But you know what? I was living in my world. Um, but how I even came across CrossFit in the first place was I found the documentaries on Netflix. And I watched all of them in like three nights, um, three nights in a row. So I think it was the 2015, 2016, and 2017 games documentaries that were on Netflix. So I binged watch all of those. And me, I was just like, oh my gosh, that looks easy and super fun. I definitely (laughs) want to do that. (laughs) So um, like literally the next day I had called up my closest CrossFit gym, set up my consultation and got rolling right. I was like hot out the gate, just so excited to be there. Um, Kept doing CrossFit throughout the summer. And while I was there, I kind of got this idea of like, oh, this might be kind of fun to do as a job, but you know, we'll see. Not going to make anything happen too soon. Um, I moved to Columbia for school originally wanted to go for exercise science because I was just like, yes, I want to be a personal trainer. I need to go get an exercise science degree. Um, not how that works by the way, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, made it through my first semester of exercise science. Absolutely hated it. Um, I'm not a science minded person, but you know, you live and you learn. I learned a lot. Um, so switched my second semester of college to public health instead, which I found was a lot of the same exercise science stuff uh, without a lot of the science. So perfect there. Um, And yeah, um, started going to Carolina CrossFit. That's where Haley and I met, where our our friendship began. Um, She walked up to me one day and she said, (laughs) do you want to do a competition with me? And here I was like not even a year into CrossFit yet. And I was just like, what do you mean you want me to do a competition? Um, But... (laughs) I was super intimidated. She was like tatted up already, like doing muscle ups in the back corner of the gym. And here I was like, not that at all. I was just like, I'm, I still just like to, to walk and I can't run very well (laughs) without wheezing. But, um, you know, that's beside the point, but I think that it was a combination of being in school in a fitness related field and being in a way bigger gym than I was used to. And like meeting people like Haley and my other coaches that I had where I was like, Oh, I could definitely see myself making this into a career. So 
um, I definitely credit you, Haley, to a lot of my inspiration of, oh, I'll go get my level one, just see what happens. Um, and then I got my nutrition coaching certification as well, uh, sponsored by Haley. Um, <laughs> she was just like, this would be such a fun thing if you did it. And I was like, I agree. Um, so yeah, I began coaching CrossFit my sophomore year of college. Um, kind of hung out. It was all during, I don't know if I would count it because it was like, I be, began like right before COVID. So then everything kind of shut down. So that, there was a little bit of a hiatus in there. But that's beside the point. Um, so yeah, I've been coaching through my last couple of years of college when I graduated, um, moved to Tennessee, started coaching at a gym here as well, um, and really started ramping up my nutrition coaching too in the past year and a half now, I believe. So um been running the nutrition program here as well. And yeah, I think that's a, a big my story in a nutshell. Yeah. Um, throw in there as well that we like to have a lot of fun together we're like <laughs> fitness during the day and then crazy girls at night <laughs> it's like, like a mullet dance. we like to yeah oh we're I basically like a mullet literally yeah is <laughs> this in the front party in the back but exactly we live together best six months of my oh, life where my gosh me, Haley and Haley's husband Bobby all shared a house um my last semester of college like literally those were our peak days that I was believe the it. best it six months so of my life fun. I know so yeah I think that that recaps myself pretty well yeah yeah I still remember to this day going up to you and being like well I was talking to Bobby and I was like I really want to do Beach Town Throwdown which is the competition mm-hmm. I had you do with me obviously you know everyone else says no um <laughs> but I was like I don't want to do RX like I cannot like I'm not there yet because that was like my very first competition other than I, I did think a, it was yeah yeah I did a partner one with Soda City but it was for like a charity thing um mm-hmm. so in that was scaled for sure I remember that, um, but I remember going up to you and talking to Bobby, and I was like, "I don't want to do it, RX." So yeah, all the girls let in the me back find were some like scale girls. <laughs> well, that's amazing. No, you're the person that we would always get frustrated with, being like, "Why is that girl in scale? She should be in RX." But you know, we evened you out. I think we we yeah we broke even pretty well. I don't no, because when we got there, I mean, the only thing that I was really RX at was gymnastics. And even then, like, That's true. it wasn't good. Like, it was, it really wasn't good. Like, I look back now at the pictures of that chest bar workout, and I look like a scorpion bent in the air yeah. trying to touch my chest. And Olivia <laughs> ripped her hand on the very first toes to bar. I remember, remember that? that. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got the work done. It definitely wasn't efficient. It wasn't <laughs> or pretty. Like super pretty, but you did get it done. And then I if found anyone knows video, how to grunt work, it's you. That's true. <laughs> Something about when you put me in like a com- like a competitive environment, I can become the world's greatest at anything, yeah. or like at the world's greatest at like figuring it out. For right. sure. Didn't we play it, second that year? I think we did. Yeah, we did really yeah. good. We no, really I think did. we got I was third. You and Eva and Celie got second. I thought it was the other way around. Oh, maybe it was. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea. Either way, history have, was made. It was made. It really was. Us in our little That's sprinkle so, shorts. Oh my gosh. Yes. And the uh, mermaid shorts. Yes. Yes. I threw those away so long ago because they didn't even fit because I got medium. Yeah, I know. And I was like 120 pounds. See, I had to get rid of them for the opposite reason is that I bought an extra small. <laughs> I'm a very medium person. <laughs> yeah, no, maybe but, now yeah. they would have fit. But I like remember I had to like sew, like I pinched the sides you and I had did. to sew them together so that they yeah. wouldn't fall off all weekend. Yeah. We're going to tell this story again if either one of us ever becomes like a sponsored athlete for something. <laughs> We're going to be like, look at our humble beginnings. <laughs> I literally Ooh. found that picture of me with my shorts and you can see where they're bunched up and like mm-hmm. ratchet sewn together and I'm like oh yeah Haley. I remember that oh oh that Haley fun. what yes. a time it was a great time for sure for sure when <laughs> in the world did I even like I remember when I finished the WAG certification 
their like deal at the end of completing it was that you could offer it to someone for free. I don't even remember when that was. When was that? I got my certificate in June of 2021. And I know that you gave it to me, I'm pretty sure in like January. And I didn't have a chance to actually finish it until I was done with school. And I moved to Tennessee for the summer. So I was literally like here, just kind of like riding the highs of life, like unemployed, (laughs) (laughs) just living in Tennessee for fun. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll just finish this. And like, once I actually sat down and got it done, I think it was like two or three weeks and I had like completed it. Yeah. So I liked, I liked that cert a lot. I've done the wag and I've done the precision and I did not like the precision at all. Like I just did not enjoy it. I would be interested in looking into that one just to see like a different viewpoint of things. But the wag one was awesome in the way of like, it presented you with example clients and you would have to like write out emails or write out check-ins as if they were a real person. Mm -hmm. And then you would get feedback on that. Like, ah, maybe you shouldn't say this to your client or you forgot (laughs) to include this. Like just stuff like that. It was very, very practical. Like I felt like after that certification, when I like actually got my first client, I knew what I was doing because I had practiced so many times already. It wasn't like you were just thrown to the wolves and like having to figure things out completely by trial and error. Yeah. And they were graded by like a real person, which was awesome. Like you got a real feedback from a real person on Mm -hmm. all of those. I do remember that. That was awesome. I think Mm -hmm. I finished that thing in like a week because I was working at Vertex at the time and like it was during COVID. Yeah. So they had maybe like two patients a day. Oh my gosh. So it was just so much downtime. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to get, I'm going to work for eight hours on this per day. We'll just call it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Good Amazing. times, good times. I know, I know, I know. So all of that being said, AB is my bestie for the resty. She <laughs> has been. She wiggled her way into my heart. This is the second. <laughs> the we, second. Were, we were curious about it for a second. We're just like, ah, oh, is this going to work? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're Here just we so different, mm-hmm. which is a good and a bad thing. Like it you is. bring life to my life because like if I had it my way I would like just be an introvert and like never do anything and you bring a lot of structure and discipline to my life for sure you're just like we have to get this one thing done and I'm like okay I will get it done (laughs) okay okay let's do it um yeah so we're very very different in that aspect which is awesome because like in college I was compete eat sleep like that's it and you like were more of I'm going to enjoy my time in college right, and have right. a good time. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, I never had a fake and I was scared to go out. <laughs> I never drank until I was 21. Oh my gosh! You and know what's scared. funny is that like I'm so glad that I did get that out in my college years. So now, like I was just talking to my boyfriend Carson about it, and it's. St. Patrick's Day tomorrow and I was just like I do not want to go out like can we can we sit and like watch a movie and go to bed by eight please (laughs) like that's all I want now so I feel like um I've played things well yeah (laughs) that I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything you know I didn't like keep myself in definitely did not do that in college but now I'm like okay I've seen what there is to see I'm good you know Whereas so. the other side, I'm kind of like, dang, <laughs> I I wouldn't say I regret doing what I did in college just because I did accomplish a lot and I'm like really proud of like the things that I did accomplish. But uh-huh. I do think that if I had lightened up a little bit, I could have avoided a lot of the problems I right. caused for myself. <laughs> just like a, in a stress way, you know, yes. just kind of like, okay it's fine like even if we wanted to like go on a weekend trip or something that like oh we're not gonna sleep a full eight hours tonight and like every once in a while that is fine (laughs) you know just like stuff like that but I feel like I don't know in our six months of living together we we branched out a little bit oh my gosh just in like the the social aspect of things yeah for sure literally like that Mm -hmm. is the most fun I've ever had for sure okay (laughs) well then I know, me too. <laughs> I do too. Um, 
so let's talk kind of about your nutrition journey then. So mm-hmm. you started doing CrossFit, you started working out and all that stuff. Tell me, when did you start, like, finally decide to kind of start dialing in nutrition and what did that do for you for your fitness journey? Yeah. So I feel like my nutrition journey started way before CrossFit. So I mentioned that I was doing just like home workouts at my house. In my brain, I was just like, I want to lean out. Keep in mind, at that point, I was probably like 30% body fat and like zero muscle mass. Like even the stuff I was doing at home, like the heaviest dumbbells I ever used were like 10 pounds. And I'm just like, yes, this will make me so strong. (laughs) Um, And with those programs, I remember I got a nutrition guide that came with it. And it was kind of like, it was portion control in a way of like, here are your containers you need to measure your food out in. And that's like what you're allowed to eat. Like you have three blocks of this and two, it was like zone, but yeah, not that brand. It was like whatever the, that big company's brand was. I don't know, but, um, figured it out. And I had a, my fitness pal and I was like, okay, here's my, my fitness pal calculated calories, what they gave me, but I want to lose more body fat. So I'm going to turn it down even lower than that. So I remember in my, my fitness pal, I was at like 12 or 1300 calories a day. Um, I went from zero to a hundred in a way of like, I didn't know anything about nutrition to I'm only allowed to eat salads and chicken and if it's gluten-free it's healthy for you so I'll eat as much of that as I want like I had no idea what I was doing pretty much <laughs> but also organic means you can eat as much organic as is want. so good um yes exactly so <laughs> I was doing that for I think six to eight months like obviously with calories being that low and me not like really knowing what I was doing I doubt that I was actually that low because it was still just like oh I'll do this Monday through Thursday and then Friday yeah. Saturday Sunday like everything goes out the window um but then I started CrossFit stopped tracking things all together I think and then in my brain I was just like oh well now I'm working out way harder I can eat whatever I want Yeah. And that turned into, I can eat whatever I want in a junk food sort of way. Yeah. So it was like everything processed. Like I was eating out a ton. Um, just like not, Oh, I remember that every single morning I knew the eggs were good for you. Right. Every (laughs) morning while I was doing CrossFit in high school, I would have like four eggs and then put a ton of cheese in there. I was like, this is so good. Like cheesy eggs. (laughs) which everything in moderation don't get me wrong but I was just like this is gonna make me so strong (laughs) yes it is Um, so just stuff like that of me being like okay I've heard that these foods are good for me I've heard that gluten's bad for me so I'm just gonna cut it out for no reason even though I have no allergies (laughs) yeah Um, and that was kind of it um so I moved to college was on a meal plan. I got unlimited Ben and Jerry's, you know, all you can eat dining hall. Midnight swipe. Midnight swipe. Exactly. (laughs) So free ice cream, like whenever I wanted it. Um, so I remember, I think I, I did gain weight, but not a ton of it. I went from like being a string bean to like a normal sized female, still like little, I was growing muscle mass at that point because I Mm -hmm. had been doing CrossFit consistently for like four or five months at that point, but it was still like not super notable. Um, But still just thinking like, oh, I work out so I can eat whatever I want. It wasn't until we started talking about it that you had just gotten your nutrition certification. You were super interested in it and you had calculated my macros for me. Um, and keep in mind, this was still my freshman year of college. So even though I had a MyFitnessPal and I could track things, like I also never cooked for myself because I lived in a dorm, you know, mm-hmm. so there wasn't really a ton that I could do there. Um, so it became a lot easier sophomore year of college when I lived in a house. Um, I had the macros that you had given me. Um, I was able to weigh my food. I was able to track my food. 
And I just got a lot more consistent of, oh, maybe I should be eating protein at every meal. Oh, maybe I should eat vegetables a couple times a day. You know, and I was just kind of going by trial and error still of kind of like, I enjoy these foods and I could eat these foods every single day um, to make it something that was sustainable. And I didn't get to the weekend and I was just like, oh, I need to eat absolutely everything in my sight because I feel so restricted. You know, like I never felt like that. Um, So just kind of ate at maintenance level, I guess, until we did our, um, we called it shreddy shreddy at the time. Um, I don't know if that's still allowed, an allowed term to say, (laughs) but pretty much (laughs) we just wanted to lean out, you know, just like to see what would happen. And that was the first time I had like super strictly and consistently weighed and tracked things. So I remember my like deficit calories. I was at 1800 the whole time, which sounds really high to some people, but like I saw a very consistent like drop in body fat. You did really good. Yeah. And that's like all those pictures that you show too of like, oh, like it is possible to do that. And I was at 1800 like 1750 at the bare minimum like that was my minimum that I hit every single day and that just came from being consistent I was hitting my protein goal or exceeding it I was walking at least 10k steps a day and I was working out my normal like six days a week like we did Mm -hmm. um and like the weekends, I just didn't let myself go crazy. You know, like if I wanted to go out for drinks, or I wanted to go out for a meal, like I would just fit that into the macros that I had. So it wasn't like one day where I was completely blowing everything out of the water. Like I was just very consistent. And I'm very proud of myself for that. No, (laughs) yeah, you um, were like the only one who crushed it. (laughs) (laughs) I got like I did, because like I was seeing progress too. And that was super motivating. Um, And this kind of plays into our next topic as well. Uh, We were going to talk about um, my journey with like my hormones and like all of those imbalances and stuff that had been going on there. But my sophomore year of college, like no fault of my own, um, I had been put on birth control for my skin. Like I always had really bad skin problems. So my dermatologist was just like, oh, put you on some birth control. That should solve everything. was eating and exercising the exact same way as I already had, but I gained 20 pounds out of nowhere just because my hormones were like messed up. And I was like crying every day. I was like raging (laughs) with anger one second and then like perfectly fine the next, like it was awful. And I was on that for six months and I like, I'm five, two. And I like, if I don't really pay attention to it, I sit around like one 30 without having to like Mm -hmm. be super on top of anything that within a month or two, I think it was two months. I hit one 45 doing absolutely nothing different. Like I was still weighing and tracking all of my food. And I was like, this does not make any sort of sense. So I was only on birth control for about six months before I called it quits. I was just like, I feel awful. Like, um, my numbers in the gym were going down. My skin wasn't getting any better, which was the only reason I was on it in the first place. Um, and so I finally decided like, okay, I'm going to stop doing this. So that was when we started like dialing our nutrition back in as well. And so I think it was a combination of the two of like, my hormones super out of whack to Mm -hmm. trying to get my hormones back on track, actually paying attention to what I was eating, eating enough of the right things that I was finally able, able to drop some of that body fat and also get stronger at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, I think that was kind of a, a mixture of all of the things. Yeah. I wish I kind of, I mean, obviously you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, and in the nutrition world for CrossFit specifically, I feel like we do a really, really good job of focusing on macronutrients, like Mm -hmm. protein, carbs, fat. And when you give someone a macro profile, be like, great, you can reach that. No problem. Whatever. When Mm -hmm. we did daddy to the shreddy, that should have been red flag. Number one to me that I just didn't pay attention to. Cause it was kind of like what you were saying. I was in a caloric deficit Mm -hmm. or what I thought was the first time 
since getting really competitive at CrossFit. Um, and with the amount of leanness that I was prior to that, like I probably should have, I don't want to say should have, that's not the right word. No, looking back at it now, I can see now that I had been in a deficit for a very long time, even Mm -hmm. with eating 2,400 calories a day. Like that was a deficit because I was training four to six hours a day. Yeah. Like, and then I was a college student. So we were walking 20, 30,000 steps a day because you Mm -hmm. park at the especially at USC, you know how it is yeah. you park near Arnold, but you have to walk to Capstone. Like, yeah, that's a mile hike. Uh-huh. And each so, way. <laughs> yeah, each way. And then we did, like, I got out of college. I had my first big girl job, which is when we started doing Daddy to the Shreddy. And so I went down to like 2000 calories, but I was putting on weight every single day. And I was working with a nutrition coach while we did that too. Like I told her that I wanted to do the daddy to the shreddy thing that I was going to do it with you and Grace, who was doing it as well. And then every single time calories went down, my weight went up. And I remember being so frustrated and like, I still have like the pictures too. And I'm just like, the math ain't mathin'. Yeah. And I like, knowing what I know now, I'm like, that was a red flag like that is something that like women don't seem to like or we're not taught about like you can't know it if you don't know it but if you're like consistently going down and down and down in calories but you're going up in weight something isn't right like there's something that's not adding up and so that kind of is a good segue to go into talking to you about you and your experience with a functional nutritionist, right? That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what she's called. Yeah. So tell us about that. And the findings that you found and how um, you went from your skin, which I'm sure you'll talk about yeah. to where you are now. Like what was, what yeah. was that like? So way before I even like reached out to get help about this, I've had terrible skin my whole life. It's just how it's been for me. Um, I remember I visited my first ever dermatologist when I was 12 or 13 years old because I was just breaking out so bad and we thought it was just like puberty and like normal things. Um, So when I was 13, I got put on my first antibiotic for my skin. Um, Didn't work, didn't make a single difference. Went back to my dermatologist like six months later, they put me on a different antibiotic. And that was just on and off from the ages of like 13 to 17. I was just on every single acne medication. Um, most of them were antibiotics that you could think of that wasn't Accutane. I never um, went that far as to do Accutane because you had to be on birth control in order to take Accutane. And at the time, my very conservative mother was just like, you're not going on birth control. Um, <laughs> so um, pretty much just on and off for like my entire middle school and high school years. Um, just like things never got better. So finally, when I was 20 years old, sophomore in college, I was like, why do I still have the skin of a 13 year old? Like I shouldn't be still having these hormone fluctuations. Like something's very obviously not right. Well, out. <laughs> she's here <laughs> she's made her presence known she's here um but yeah I was just sick of like having my skin be all messed up even though I was a grown adult at that point so finally mother broke down she was like okay go see a gynecologist like we'll go get some hormone testing done so we thought Willow <laughs> um <laughs> get down there we go Um, and my, I went to a gynecologist that my dermatologist recommended me to go to. Um, and I thought it would be like blood testing, hormone testing, that kind of thing to see like what Mm -hmm. I needed. No, I walked into the gynecologist office. She was just like, okay, so I hear you want some birth control. Here's the one we prescribe for people who want to make their skin better. Gave me a prescription out the door. I was in there for less than 15 minutes. And in my brain, I go home and I'm like, finally, like something, this is going to work. Like, I have a feeling this is just going to work. And as I mentioned before, obviously did not work. I think it was Mm -hmm. on it for a good like eight months and like my skin never changed. I gained a bunch of weight. I was moody. 
Um, the only good thing was that I had a regular period, which I know now still didn't count <laughs> as a real period. Um, cause that was the other thing is that my periods were always super, super inconsistent. Like yeah. I would get them every single month in a row for like three months and then it would go missing for like a year and then it would come back like every other month. And then it was just always super, super inconsistent. So when I stopped taking my birth control, um, I was a junior in college at this point, my period never came back, like did not see it. Yeah. And so like the entire time we were doing Denny to the Shreddy, like it wasn't because of that. Like I didn't have a period beforehand Mm -hmm. and I definitely still did not have a period once we were done. Yeah. Um, So in my brain, I was like, well, what left, what is left, you know, like what is there? Because I've tried birth control to make me more regular and get my hormones figured out. And that made things worse. So I remember, um, at the gym that I coach at, her name is Dr. Natalie Bays. Um, she's one of our members and I just like struck up a conversation with her because I knew she was into functional medicine is what she calls it. Um, or what it is called, I should say. And she was just like, yeah, girl, that doesn't sound normal. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) you should come by and like, we can chat about it and just, um, see what's going on because I do blood tests and we'll like take some labs, send it in obviously. And then like, once we get your labs back, we can see if there's any imbalances anywhere instead of you just like assuming that it's this or this. So I was Mm -hmm. just like, okay, like, she's not just giving me a prescription right off the bat. She's not just assuming this is what my problem is. Like she actually wants to sit down and talk about it and like look over some lab work finally, as like you would think that all doctors would want to do. Yeah. <laughs> but um, pretty much we got my labs back and before she even sent labs out, sat down with me for an hour. We just talked about like my entire past health history of like all of the stuff that I had gone through. Um, all of like the different phases of my health and my exercise and my nutrition. We talked about all of it for a full hour. Um, Ordered me some labs, came back once the results came in. And then again, sat down for another hour and just went over what those results were so that like, she just wasn't handing me a piece of paper that said like, Oh, you're high here. You're low here. You're normal here. And like, I wouldn't know what to do with that. Like, you know, it's like, you can only, you can't know what you don't know. You know, So, um, pretty much by going through my labs, um, I wrote down all of the notes of the things that she found because some of it's still a little bit over my head, (laughs) but pretty much they found out that my thyroid wasn't functioning properly. Um, I was developing thyroid autoimmunity. Um, so I was at the beginning stages of that. She noted that I had really high testosterone, which was probably because, or causing my missing periods and my acne. Mm -hmm. Um, she noted that I had nutrient deficiencies too, and B12 and folate, um, which is surprising to me because at this time I was very health conscious, you know, and I thought I was super healthy, but also, mm-hmm. um, I don't eat dairy or like the, I don't eat a ton of red meat either. So that's mm-hmm. where you find a lot of those nutrients. So I was just like, okay, um, avocados and chicken it's like what I'm eating yeah which is fine to an extent but again like you want a highly varied diet for all of those different micronutrients too so those nutrient deficiencies were causing my LDL cholesterol to spike you know which yeah. is definitely not what you want um and then also my kidneys were under a lot of stress and not detoxing properly which was obviously showing up in my skin so that's yeah. why that whole thing was happening um she also noted that I had low neutrophils, which is a white blood blood cell that's meant to fight harmful bacteria, super low there, um, which showed that I could potentially have chronic immune system issues. Mm-hmm. So here I am thinking that I'm like the healthiest person ever and doing everything I need to do. And it's just like, actually, no, you got yeah. some stuff going on too, you know? Yeah. So instead of just like giving me that information and expecting me to like figure it out for myself or just like giving me a prescription drug and hoping that it fixed everything. Um, she just prescribed me some supplements. Yeah. So the first one was just your everyday woman's multivitamin Mm -hmm. to address those deficiencies. 
um, and help with the detoxification that I was struggling with. Um, the second one was just magnesium that I take before bed. And that is for um, stress and anxiety. I'm a, a very high stress and high anxiety person, even though I <laughs> try to say that I'm not, but um, especially just with like work and life, like I'm very high stress all the time. And I thought that I was like, fine, it's not fine. It, <laughs> it impacts yeah. your health in more ways than you know. So um, yeah, the magnesium helps with stress and anxiety and helps you to sleep a lot better as well. Um, and she also noted that I thought was really interesting that your magnesium is depleted when you use oral contraceptives. Yes. And so it had been like a year since I stopped taking it. And like, it just like my magnesium levels never got back up. So it's a hard nutrient to get from consumption from like the yeah, American exactly. diet. Mm-hmm. So that, um, yeah, she said your magnesium's depleted from oral contraceptives and high chronic stress. <laughs> so that wasn't good. <laughs> um, but then lastly was just to take a probiotic because yeah. of like my entire history of antibiotic use and wiping out like every single type of good bacteria that I had. Just like, mm -hmm. hey, take this like common generic probiotic, just to, like get your gut health back to normal. Yeah. Um, and those are the only three supplements that I take that I've ever taken before in my life. And since I started doing that, it's been a good like eight months now since I started doing that. My skin has cleared up. I've gotten my period back regularly, might I add. Yes. Um, like every single month. And like, I can actually track it now and be like, oh, I'm supposed <laughs> to be getting it this day. And then it actually shows. Yes. <laughs> and so um also like my weight has stayed steady I've been at maintenance calories for a while but like that has not seen any sort of fluctuations like I don't have mood swings anymore um even in my like high stress state like I'm still able mm -hmm. to like relax at night and sleep well um mm -hmm. and like this is the strongest and like the healthiest I've ever been I feel um so yeah all of that to say go get second opinions, try something that's not like super common, you know, like your issues could be solved with something as simple as like, Hey, you need to take more B12, you know, yeah. <laughs> instead of yeah. like, uprooting your entire like health and diet and stuff to do, yeah. try some like drug, you know? So. I think what people need to understand about the medical system and the way it's designed is that it's designed to treat symptoms, not causes. Mm -hmm. And right. so when you continue to treat symptoms instead of getting to the root of it, that cure for that symptom then causes another symptom, which causes another yeah. symptom that you're continuously stacking pills on top of mm -hmm. instead of getting to the root of the issue. Whereas what you and what was her name again? Natalie what you and Natalie did was you got down to the root of the issue. And mm -hmm. so by fixing the issue, yes. you now don't have the symptoms. <laughs> crazy right. how that Which works. Wild, right? Two birds, one stone, right? Yeah. Yeah. Instead and so it's funny stones, too. One bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny too, that like I had gotten back in contact. She wanted to be like, okay, do this for three months. We'll get back together after that. And I remember going back to her after like one or two months and I was just like, oh my gosh, Natalie, you cured me. Like, I can't yeah. believe like this was this simple this whole time. And she's like, okay, well, thank you. But also like you were a special <laughs> case that like this did happen. Yeah. So obviously there are more complicated cases. Like she works sure. with people with like cancer, diabetes. Um, she has a few clients with lupus too, I believe. So um, obviously things aren't going to be as simple as me without any chronic conditions even though like mm -hmm. apparently I was on my way to that <laughs> but yeah. you know um either way like there are people that have much more serious health issues than I had and like she's still able to treat them through nutrition you know yeah. which is absolutely wild to me and amazing yeah. it's so funny and I had this conversation with someone on Instagram this past week who was telling me about her polycystic ovarian syndrome mm -hmm. um, and she was like going to the doctor getting blood work getting hormone panels done and they still couldn't like 
tell her a lot of information and the the cure was to put her on birth control um but it wasn't really helping with much of her symptoms or anything I'm like another thing that a lot of people don't realize about a lot of these different conditions these chronic illnesses is that they are a lot of the time and there are some very like extenuating circumstances obviously like no thing is the same but a lot of them are lifestyle driven it's Mm -hmm. years and years of neglecting your stress neglecting your the quality of your diet like are Mm -hmm. you eating mcdonald's every single day like i wish i could i yeah like if i did that my health would decline as well and Mm -hmm. nothing against mcdonald's like I get a McFlurry every once in a while. Don't don't play <laughs> yeah. with my Eminem McFlurry right. when the ice cream machine works. When the ice cream machine right, works. Right, right. Um, sometimes you go to get one and it's heartbreaking. I was about to say that helps with you not having one every single day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The ice cream machine is broken 90% yeah. of the time. Right. Um, but a lot of these things are lifestyle driven, which is why, yes, we do macro coaching, but it goes so much deeper than that. Like if you want an aesthetic transformation or if you want like to get stronger, if you want to be a better performance athlete, whatever it is, like a lot of these things come down to your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so it's about like your nutrition and your lifestyle matching your goals. And if your goals are to not be sick all the time or to not have chronic conditions popping up all the time, like my grandmother is a great example. Lord bless her soul. She Mm -hmm. ate scalloped potatoes and salmon patties and fried chicken just about every other day and Uh then she had every chronic condition under the sun like had to have a quadruple bypass at 50 years old oh my gosh yes and then once that happened she got her chest plate returned back to normal well then she developed diabetes after that and then she got an infection in her chest plate so she had to get her breast bone removed and it's just like we bring a lot of the things that happen to us on ourselves and there's again if you don't know you don't know it's not saying that you're at fault but what I am saying is that you can take control of these things right like you stopped taking the birth control. I got my IUD out in mm-hmm. November. Um, mm-hmm. No, October? October? Because I was noticing a lot of the same things. I could be eating 2,400 calories or I could eat 1,800 calories and my weight would not change. It mm-hmm. would not change. Um, and now I'm going and getting a hormone panel done and I am terrified. Yes. Like I'm legitimately well, terrified. It is, but it's also kind of freeing to know that, like, you can finally have answers, you know, exactly. and that there are, like, if anything, I was more shocked to just see, like, how many things were wrong when I thought that everything was fine, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, Absolutely. fine in a way of, like, I'm eating healthy foods, I'm exercising all of the time, but it's also like, oh, if we didn't address those things, like I would have had chronic health issues, you know? So at least you get a little bit of peace of mind of like, oh, this is why this is happening and there is a solution for it. Absolutely. I'm I'm nervous for sure. Just because like I've again like I was eating 2400 calories at my height in CrossFit, but I was also training Mm -hmm. upwards six hours a day. Like I was at the gym always. And Mm -hmm. since doing that for like a full year and a half, maybe even two really. And all the injuries I had, the like Mm -hmm. the resistance to weight loss that I have. And it's never that I'm trying to lose weight. I don't care about losing weight. Um, But it's, it's just, and I'm not by any means trying to lose fat either, but it's strange Mm -hmm. to me that no matter what I eat right now, I stay the same, whether it's 2,400 calories, whether it's 2,000. And so again, it's like one of those red flags that I should have noticed when we were doing Daddy to the Shreddy. Yeah. That now I'm like, okay, Haley, you're an adult. You have the education and the background and the knowledge to understand like what this means when you get the Mm -hmm. results back, which I think is a lot of like the reason that I waited so long in the first place to doing something like this is just because for the longest time, I didn't have the knowledge. I'm like, what if? Yeah. Or like, 
I don't want to say that I distrust doctors. That's not what I'm saying. But I I do. question things a lot more now. As people should. You should question yeah. the information that you get from even health professionals. Like, like my doctor, my entire childhood, and even at my peak in CrossFit, told me I was obese according to BMI. Like, I have been Gosh. obese according to BMI my entire life. And they're like, oh, you better watch that. And I'm like, I am 9% body fat right now. What do you right. mean I better watch that? Are you serious? Yeah. Um, so people should ask questions, but I mm-hmm. know that I waited so long to like invest in my health and even like invest in like deeper health from like a hormone perspective, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have the knowledge to know if someone, what they're telling me is true or correct. And I don't have Mm -hmm. like that person who I like trust to read this and really tell me what's going on. Right. But now that I have that knowledge, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get this hormone panel. I will read it myself. I will figure out what it means or I will send it to your gal and be like, please read this for me. I'll pay you to read it. Remote now. Everybody's Dr. Natalie Bays. She's work. She works remote. Um, so like, Yeah. That was the single most influential, like, meeting that I've ever had, you know? So I have been referring her to absolutely everybody under the sun. Like, I have clients, we we spoke about this briefly, like, a week ago, too, of um, I've learned my limits as a nutrition coach of I can help with, like, lifestyle changes and healthy habits and um, for the general population, like if you want to lose weight or get lean or gain muscle, like, yes, I can help with that for people like what we were going through or other people with chronic health issues. I've learned now how to identify that and be like, okay, I'm actually going to send you to somebody who's way smarter than I am. So and yeah. that's fine. Like I've referred her to like four of my past clients that I worked with for a few months. And I was just like, you know what? I've done what I can do, but also like, I want to help you reach your goals. And the way that I'm going to help you do that is by sending you to somebody that's smarter than me, you know? Yeah. So, And I think even if you don't have chronic conditions, women should be getting this done regularly anyway. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, the female hormone system it's not fragile. That is not what I, what I'm saying at all, but it is so susceptible to our diet and our lifestyle. And it does have such like a large effect on the most minute things like mm-hmm. you with your magnesium deficiency, like thyroid dysfunction is incredibly common. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who have it, who don't know that they have it. And so like these things, especially if you like working out, especially if you like fitness, especially if you've ever dieted, I mean, ever, like you Mm -hmm. need to be getting these things done regularly so that you know what is going on inside of your body. It doesn't have to be a thing like you, like your skin won't like heal. And then me, like Mm -hmm. my fat or content or my body weight constantly is the same, no matter how much I'm eating. Like it Mm -hmm. doesn't need to be that deep. Like you need to go get one anyway. Mm -hmm. exactly I completely agree like it's like when you take your car to the mechanic you got to know what's under the hood Mm -hmm. you get an oil change every like every what is it three thousand miles five thousand ten thousand three to five three to five yeah you get a oil like an oil change regularly why are you not like looking under the hood of your own health regularly yeah yeah completely agree even Alrighty, if you think that nothing, nothing's weird going on, just like out of curiosity. Yeah, just out of curiosity. Like the more you know about your body, the more, and this is the thing from like a coaching perspective as well. Red flag, which is a conversation for another day. Red flag <laughs> of a nutrition coach <laughs> is if they just tell you what to do and they don't try to educate you along right. the way. Because right. when it comes to your journey, your nutrition, your health, your fitness, that educational aspect is what empowers you to do it long-term once you're done with your nutrition coach. If they are mm-hmm. simply just telling you what to do and they're like, you ask a question and they're like, I don't know, like, it's just what we need to be doing. Um, mm-hmm. They're not empowering you to make educated right. decisions for yourself. 
And so that's what like, this really comes down to. Why am I doing this? And they're like, because I said so. And it's like, well, that exactly. impact me Red flag, ladies. Run away yeah. if anyone ever says <laughs> Even a doctor. Like, if you're asking, like, why, why are you putting me on this birth control versus this birth control? I wish I would have asked that question when I that, got my IUD. Yeah. I yeah. wish so much because when I got it removed, the doctor was like, are you sure you want to take this out? I'm like, yes, I just asked you to take it out. Pull it out. Like, get it out of me. Yeah. Um, but she was like, okay, well, there's a smaller version that has less hormones in it. And I was like, well, nobody told me that. Like, why am I, cause I like my, the reason I got it taken out was one, I wanted to learn more about my hormones and my cycle and whatnot. But two, I could feel it. I could feel it every time I snatched, every time I did something weird, like I could feel it. No. And every, like people were like, no, Haley, like you're not feeling it. Like you cannot feel it. I'm like, my uterus, I do not get contractions. I do not have cramps. Even now that I have like a normal cycle, I don't get cramps really. Like it's never been something that I've had, but I would snatch and then cramp for days and like feel my uterus. And I'm like, that's not normal. That ain't normal. No, 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 absolutely not. But a doctor didn't look at me and tell me that. When I went and got my IUD, they didn't say, hey, you're a small person. You have a small uterus. Maybe this option would be better. They just handed me two pamphlets, and I was like, this one's prettier. Let's go with that. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Because I didn't, I mean, like, I didn't understand the medical jargon. I was young. I'm like, I'm like, what? I was 19, getting this on my own, my very first, like, doctor's appointment on my own. I had no idea what questions to ask, no idea what to do or say. And so I was like, I don't know. This one looks good. What do you think? And they're like, sure, let's do, let's go. Right, right. And they're just like, I have 30 minutes to get this done. <laughs> yeah. Speed it if, up. If. Yeah. It was literally strip, open up, put it in, let's go. Oh, it was so no fast. Thanks. Like five no minutes, thanks. maybe. Yeah. I was in that room, maybe five minutes. And most of that was oh. me taking off my clothes. <laughs> oh. All right. Okay. okay. Any yeah. passing last thoughts or comments before we head off um I think just listen to your body take note of the signs you know if things aren't quite right and trust yourself when you think those things and then always seek help from people that are smarter than you oh my god (laughs) always Always. It would have saved me a lot of problems my whole life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But asking questions to those people. Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. Amazing. Awesome. Well, it was super amazing chatting. If anyone wants to work with Coach AB, she is taking clients. I will link her application link in the show notes. Um, And if you have any questions that you want to ask her, her Instagram is at Annabelle Holtkamp, right? Yes, just my name for now. Just her name. I haven't decided to rebrand yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll just put the link below and then whatever it is, it'll be down there. But that is how you can get in contact with her or you can DM me through at strong.as.hale on Instagram to also get her application link. So it was super awesome chatting with you and we will be back next week for another podcast. Yay. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how Strong as Hail can help you achieve all your health and fitness goals, DM me on Instagram at strong.as.hail for more information and I'll be in touch. See you next time.